0: This is Make it M.I.P. with Massimella Matsumo. Mark Thompson. Make it Get
1: woke. Ladies and gentlemen, the completion of day two of the confirmation hearings for Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. And we want to hear from the president of the National Congress of Black Women. Black women have been outspoken on this because this is the first time in centuries a black woman has been, an African-American woman has been nominated to the Supreme Court. And one such organization has been involved in this fight and has done a lot of work leading up to this nomination, of course, is none other than the National Congress of Black Women, the president the Reverend Dr. Ife Williams joins us here on Make It Plain. Ife, how are you?
2: I am I blessed. blessed. And and you you mentioned, I can, I can see why certain white have, have not wanted to invite, wanted to to invite a woman, woman all of the years, years because, because they, they knew, knew that she was going to do anything they ever thought of doing. And she did just that.
1: She did. She has performed well in spite of all of the things that have come against her. And we'll get a little bit of that. But I want to do this first. Uh, Dr. Ife and the National Congress of Black Women did something very, very special. I want you all to hear. Um, They kind of had um, some little girls have had their own confirmation hearing. Folks, Uh, take a listen, if you would.
3: We are here today to consider the nomination of Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson to the United States Supreme Court. Yes, we are cute little girls, but we are very serious about our support for Judge Brown-Jackson. You want to know why we support Judge Brown-Jackson's nomination to the Supreme Court? She is a good mother. So we know she will care about children and their families. She has been a public defender, and that tells us she cares about all of God's children. She cares about the law and freedom of speech. Brown Jackson cares about protecting the right of people with disabilities. We know she cares about civil rights. She has already gone through a Senate confirmation. We are going to be in that member. She is fair and independent thinker and no one can rightly question her integrity. This in the history. Where we can do the right thing, G. Brown Jackson to the United States Supreme Court. Thank vote. you for your vote. Thank you for Thank you your you vote. vote. Yay.
1: That is, uh, that is, is. For your
2: vote. Yay. That-
1: that, that's precious. That is absolutely precious.
2: And I think we have to understand those were five to eight year olds that were doing that. And they only had two days of practice in order to do it. It was wonderful. I am so proud of them. And I just want to say that Janice Brooks led it. She taught them. She put this performance on for the National Congress of Black Women. And we're so proud of Janice and uh, what she did. And the first young woman who spoke uh, was brought onto the show by my sister, Syl, uh Jones, down in Houston, Texas. We had, I think, someone from Birmingham, someone from Dayton, Ohio. They came from all across the country, probably had never been on Zoom before, but they brought it home, and we're so proud of them. Those are some future Katanja Brown Jacksons.
1: That, you know, that was something. And it, it even came up today, I know, that um, several... Senators, including Cory Booker, Mm -hmm. talked about this is a source of inspiration uh, and we can't take those things for granted. All of us were young once and there were folks we looked up to that inspired us. So uh, I I think you did find some future justices.
2: Absolutely. And you mentioned uh, Senator Booker. You know he started out with a bang yesterday, and then today he just came on and he ended it like that. That deserved an Academy Award. Uh, that uh, presentation that he did uh, today in ending it and putting all of us back in such a high note because. We, we were so, uh, you know, confused about Senator Cotton and Cruz and Graham and, and Holly and all of these people, Blackburn and Lee, and what what were they talking about? Were they looking and hearing, listen, listening to the same woman that we were listening to as she was making her presentation today? Well, I want you to know, in her presentation, she taught one of those advanced law classes to these young men, and I call them young men out of respect. Some of them are old guys who will never change, never change. But I think she taught, I don't think they're going to want to come to a confirmation on a Black woman soon.
1: No, no. And she has she has done so well. She has maintained her composure um, throughout this. Uh, I, I'm sure you would agree. Um, and I think that that's very important because they obviously ife, they're trying to rattle her yes. and they're bringing up things. What do you make of this obsession with her sentencing of those who were charged with some form of pedophilia, you know, and, and we know somehow that's a thing with the QAnon crowd. They, mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton was in the pedophilia it's just like to them, everybody is, what is this? It's almost to me, a form of, projection. When you obsess over something like that, what are you really saying about yourself?
2: I think uh, it perhaps is a problem that some of them are having and are trying to move the attention away from them. That's what I, I am supposing when I saw the way that they behave, there was no re- need for them to be nasty uh, to this brilliant woman. Uh, it seems to me that we understand why they do not like to participate or have competition or with Black women, because the Black women who are sent out there to represent us are always perfect. They're above. First of all, she has more education than all of those men that I mentioned, and Miss Miss Blackburn, Senator Blackburn from Tennessee. She has more, more education than they have put together, and yet they want to question her. She just simply turned it around to them and talked about the fact that, hey, you all made the laws. I'm just following them. And it was Perfect, but I, as I said, I just don't want to forget to compliment um, Senator Booker too, because he did a great job in uh, bringing it back to sanity. Even though he kind of laughed about a lot of things, but he did bring it back to sanity. And I think if there if there were a a senator, particularly a Democratic senator, who might have been rattled by, I think uh, Booker brought it right back and helped, um, as if you know, Judge Brown Jackson needed it. She didn't really need it, but. It was good for those of us who were listening because we saw how positive she was, how brilliant she was, and how, you know, there is just nothing they can find that's wrong about her. So they had to put out this stuff that they actually should have been doing and didn't do their job, but she was following the law.
1: More MIP after this message.
0: Geico asks, Would you love a chance to save money on your insurance? and see all the ways you could save with great rates and discounts. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com to get a rate quote or contact your local agent and get started seeing how much you could save.
1: She, she most certainly was. And then Tom Cotton seemed to want want her to recite policy on whether there should be more police. Yes. Prevent murder and and rape. And that's not an appropriate question.
3: Right. And the
1: way he even asked the questions in such a way, Ife, were do you think that uh, rape and murder should be prevented?
2: Who who
1: who who doesn't think?
2: Not even one of them, not even one of the crazies would have answered it like that. So, yeah, he was uh, trying to be a smart aleck. I don't know where he went to school, but whatever, how they taught him to debate like that. It certainly wasn't the right way. And I know that his professors, wherever he went to school, must have been embarrassed by the show that he put on. And he tried the trickery thing of wanting her to remember numbers in everything, percentages about everything. That doesn't prove you're smart, but I she handled it well. I'm pleased with what she did. And every black woman out there tonight is smiling, who saw her, who I saw her yesterday, And we just have great expectations for her on the Supreme Court. I know that she will not be in the majority, but she certainly will be heard. Our positions will be heard because she's going to be there to give them.
1: So do you um, have any concern about whether or not she will be confirmed? Do, Do you have any reason to think we should be worried about that at all?
2: I don't think so. I think we had a lot of reasonable people there. Uh, look at uh, Miss Hirana. I mean, she was just so brilliant in what she did, too. I have to give her credit for what she did. She just quietly sat there, you know, unassuming like, and just brought out the, how, how stupid some of the things were that those men were doing against the judge and what uh, Senator Blackburn was trying to do to her on yesterday. So I don't have any concern. I think we have more reasonable people on this uh, confirmation hearing for her among the senators than we've ever had, uh, and and thanks to those who who, who brought it out and and, judge men, me. and let them know that they were just asking stupid dumb questions.
1: Indeed, and of course, uh, Ted Cruz. I I, I do want to share. There's, there's another bit of um, of of audio, folks, that we have with with Ted Cruz and uh, this courtesy of uh the recount um they they put together sort of a a summary of 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 what he said I think this speaks for itself but just take a listen to okay. Ted Cruz's line of
4: questioning folks take a listen Judge Jackson, welcome. Critical race theory. Critical race theory. Critical Critical race race theory. theory. Marxist. Marxism. Critical race theory. Critical race theory. Critical race theory. Filled and overflowing with critical race theory. Critical race theory, an introduction. But how to be an anti-racist. Anti-racist baby. Babies are taught to be racist or anti-racist. The babies confess when being racist. Babies are racist. Can we send white people Back to Europe, critical race theory is child pornography, sexual predators, sex crimes, they release sex offenders, you have sex offender statutes, so sex offenders, sex, of, in which sex offenders are sexual predators, 6,300 sex offenders would be released to the public. And we're talking about child pornography offenders who may not be pedophiles, child pornography, the child porn, child pornography, pedophiles, child pornography, child pornography. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um.
1: Again, I mean, just just the level of insanity uh, involved in that, and that's that's all he talked about. That's all he pretty much focused on.
2: I, I'm sure Harvard, uh, which is where he claims he went to school, but I'm sure they're <laughs> embarrassed by him when they compare him with, you know, a, a judge. Uh, Brown Jackson. I mean, how could two people attend the same school, sit in the same law classes, and one of them come out as stupid as Ted Cruz <laughs> and the other one as brilliant as ju- uh, Judge Katandra Brown Jackson? It's just almost impossible. I, I think back, you know, to my school days and I see some of the people that were there and I'm going like, well, at least they weren't that crazy. These men who are supposed to be making laws for our country are acting like we're, you know, pre- Uh, civil rights days, you know, back in the 40s and the 50s. That's what they sounded like, just trying to find something to discredit a Black woman who is more brilliant than they can ever hope to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, The other thing I thought about too, Ife, well, first of all, let me ask you this. You, the the president of the National Congress of Black Women, what do you think, uh, what do you think C. Dolores, C. Dolores Tucker's expression is as she looks down upon us from from heaven
2: see the would have been so proud of the fact that uh judge brown jackson is there she would have said ah oh, thank god this is what we have worked for just give us a chance just give us a chance and when we got the chance look what we got just look what we got we we got somebody who is beyond reproach there is no question that she knows what she's doing she's been fair she's done everything that she could do she has studied Uh, she has children, she's she's a mother, I mean, she's everything, and yet she's done all of those jobs well. And then the way that she could uh, compliment her parents, everybody's not able to do that, but you notice how black people can do that because we know that our parents do their best when we're growing up, no matter what is going on, how how little they have. Uh, She was able to compliment her parents, Corey was able to compliment his parents. And it took me back to Dick Gregory when I remember when I was speaking once and my mother was in the audience and I continued to say, my mother taught me this or my mother taught me that. He came up on the stage, took the mic, and he said, look, I need to talk to your mother. My children don't remember half of what I said. The way that I get to talk with them is to pull a chair up to the refrigerator and they're going to come there at (laughs) some time. I can't help but think about him. and something he said every time, you know, I go out to speak about something. But uh, we're very proud of uh, Judge Brown Jackson. We wish her well. We know that she's going to make us all proud on that Supreme Court. And I can't wait for her to have her first case where she has to discuss that case on the Supreme Court. I'm sure she'll be there. If she is not there, then we might as well give up and go to some other country. If she's not the right person, nobody is. Every little girl, just think of every little, not, not just little Black girls, but all the little girls have to be proud of the way this woman sat there and heard these men and one woman beat up on her, and yet, She stood her ground. She never cracked. She never cried. She never did anything that they thought she would. She never raised her voice. She just did it intelligently, just like she is. And so we're so proud of her and we'll be glad to see her on that Supreme Court.
1: More MIP after this message. not to mention folks, Dr. Ife Williams, Reverend Dr. Ife Williams is also an, an attorney and she shares the experience with Ketanji Brown Jackson that m- m- none of the other Supreme Court justices share. She has been a defense attorney, uh, as a matter of fact, and and that that brings a different perspective.
2: Absolutely, things
1: done. I, I can even tell by some of the questioning and her responses, she has a a a, a more global lens when it comes to the law. And and folks, not to get into the details of some of these cases they're bringing up, some of these cases were very complicated. And some of them did not call for the level of harshness that a non-attorney might argue for, someone making a political argument. She looked at the cases, looked at the merits, looked at all the things that were involved and made decisions based from a really obviously a point of view that and we, no one knows this better than us in the black community. There has to be some degree of rehabilitation uh, and redemption, especially when cases are not severe. They brought up the case of the drug trafficker. Yes. And Tom Cotton was saying, oh, victims, victims. And she said, well, not really. There, there, there were no victims. He, he was trafficked, but right. there, there wasn't anybody directly victimized. And, and, but someone with her experience and your experience as a defense attorney, you're the only type of people that can articulate that
2: in that way. I, I I understood perfectly the first time she said it, but he kept trying to rattle her. He must go home tonight and have to have a drink after his performance today. I cannot see, you know, and Senator Grassley this morning, I was very proud of him and totally shocked the way he said, I went home last night and my wife said, oh, she did a great job. But she never said anything about what what I did, which a lot of white men should have listened to that. Because I think it's not only black women out there who are proud of what's going on, who's seeing what those men are doing to a woman, and I think they have to think about it before when they go to the polls next time. They have to think about it, uh, how they might be treated when they come up there for confirmation because we're going to have some seats open on the Supreme Court before long. And we're not even uh, yet in terms of diversity just because we have three women on the Supreme Court when she goes there. I think there's room for some more women. And I think we're going to have better uh, decisions from the Supreme Court once we do, no matter what color or what culture they are.
1: Um, You're right. And possibly we might have a couple of vacancies sooner than we think
2: absolutely oh uh,
1: amen. i'm just gonna leave that out there
2: yeah me too <laughs> but, but, so we could stand to have a brother on that court too pretty soon i
1: think i like what you said yeah we because there yeah they, we need a brother on yes, court, a real brother absolutely, right L- lastly speaking of parents uh reverend dr ife williams was uh a, a devoted as you heard her mention her mother a devoted daughter her mother was a great woman and we see her image. Those of you who are watching us see her image by, over Ife's uh, <laughs> right shoulder. I'll be honest with you, though, Ife, as strong as your mom was, and obviously as strong and as Ketanji Brown Jackson's parents are, mm-hmm. it still hurts me a little Yes, that those folk, and they're there for their daughter. We can tell that the life they've led, the devotion they've had to her, the sac- what they went through, through segregation, all that. They're, her parents lived through that. Yes. Um, Both almost 80 years old, married, 54 years. It still breaks my heart that they can't simply enjoy and beam with pride for their daughter. They have to sit through these types of of attacks. And I know they're strong enough to handle it. But when do we get to a point where our folk don't have to go through that anymore? You know what I mean?
2: Well, one of the things, Mark, I think is that we have to have the unity, the kind of unity that that brother showed today. I'm talking about Cory Booker again. I just have to keep on bragging about him. That brother came to the defense of his sister, not that she needed him to do it. He did it because he wanted to do it. And that's why I'm proud of him, because she was handling on her own. He just added some ice into the cake when he came up and he decided that I am, I am black today. And I, whenever, even, even though he says Cruz is his friend, I couldn't understand that. But I, I guess, I guess what he meant is once in a while they sit down and talk, or have a drink together. I can't imagine they're having any substantive uh, conversations, but I am so proud of him because it shows that when we uh, are, when we are out there, and we're in, not, not challenges, because she wasn't challenged at all, she was handling. But when someone is constantly attacking us, there's a brother out there somewhere who's going to come to our defense. And I just want to applaud, I just want to applaud uh, I just want to pro- that brother for doing that. He made me want to cry today, even though I was laughing, because he did it, and he did it in a humorous way, but a serious way to many of us. And it said more than just that he was defending Judge Brown Jackson. He was defending black womanhood when he was talking today and talking about how smart, how brilliant, uh, many black women out there who are doing things. Well, you you mentioned my mother and I thank you for that. This is just just a few days ago, two days ago, I think was the day that she left us. But one of the messages she had left us in her Bible was, I did my best. Let me tell you, Mm -hmm. Katanja Brown Jackson did her best today and we're so proud of her and she
1: certainly did. Website for the National Congress of Black Women?
2: Oh, it's nationalcongressbw.org. The BW stands for Black Women, nationalcongressbw.org. Oh, and don't forget, I just wrote a book, you know, about yes. one of our mutual friends, uh, Dick Gregory. He was my best friend, my my traveling uh, buddy, my protest buddy, and I, I can just imagine what he would have been doing today as he listened to, uh, to the judge Uh, just really handing it to them no matter what they threw at her. But I wrote a book called Wake Up and Stay Woke. And the reason I did that is because those were the last words I heard him say. I named my radio program Wake Up and Stay Woke. And I have some wonderful people who come on. But my book, I hope everybody will get a chance to read it because it will remind you of many things that you heard him say and did and will give you confidence in what's going on today with Katanja Brown-Jackson. I can't wait for her to be on that Supreme Court. I know that I'm going to watch her first case if, if in fact, we can watch it. But I'm certainly going to be down there with a whole bunch of other women to welcome her to the Supreme Court. I'm so proud of her. And I hope that we will continue to have the kind of unity we are showing for Judge Brown Jackson as a people. Because, you know, sometimes we black people get confused about which side we're on, we start beating upon each other rather than beating upon the people who have been beating upon us for years. So I pray for that unity for Black people to continue, not just to support uh, Judge Brown Jackson, but to support one another because we can do so much more when we work together and not against each other.
1: How can people hear your radio show, Ife?
2: It's WPFWFM 89.3, WPFWFM 89.3. I'm on every Wednesday morning except tomorrow because we're listening. We're all preempted because we're listening to this important hearing uh, for Judge Brown Jackson. But normally, I would invite you, and I do have a lot of uh, listeners from all over the world. Like they told me last week, I got to stop having so many people call in because many people are calling in to hear what we have to say. We try to do substance. I do a public affairs show on WPFW FM 89.3. And you know D.C. well, so you know... the kind of people we have here we're all interested in every subject we are one of those worldwide type cities here in dc we're concerned about the war And, and mark i have been uh working with some of my friends from ukraine the first day that they had the big event down at the white house I was there. I stood with them. I wore the colors. I have called the secretary of state. I have called the secretary of defense. I'm in touch almost daily with friends from Lithuania who who they're not that far from Ukraine. And they're nervous about what may happen to them. So they communicate, keep me informed of what's going on and asking me favors to call certain people and to do things. So I try to do that because I think about, you know, that could be our people. We have been treated badly, too, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I certainly. Folks, and you can listen online to WPFWFM.org. It streams there as well. So you can listen to EFA on Wednesdays, uh, National Congress org, And to see that great video of the young ladies, you can also follow on Twitter at uh, Office of NCBW at Office of NCBW National Congress of Black Women, founded by Shirley Chisholm, Coretta Scott King and C. Dolores Tucker. Um, folks, um, and we want you to support them as well. Ife, God bless you. Thank you for joining us this evening.
2: Thank you so much. And I, I say, the baby. How's the baby doing? He's not a baby anymore. He's,
1: doing, he's, doing? he's, he's doing great. He's 19, playing baseball, and and mm-hmm. in college, and doing doing great. So
2: I've got to go down to South Carolina soon, so I might stop by to see him. Is he still there?
1: No, no, no. He's transferred. Oh. He he oh. he is now at Clark Atlanta.
2: Okay. All right. And he loves it. All right. Good. I used to live (laughs) here, so I know what a great city it is. Thank you so much, Mark. You know, you're one of my children. I don't hear from you so
1: much anymore, but you're one of my children. I'll do better, but I wanted to reach out to you, and you will be hearing more. Speaking of attorney, Dr. Ife has been my attorney over the years in all the protests and demonstrations. We were all in together with Dick Gregory, so she's one of the best. Thank you, Ife. you. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been May Plain.